This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. It's 833-625-2278. That is 833-625-2278. As the Athletics lose game two of the three-game set to the red-hot Texas Rangers. This ball club is smoking hot, and Ken Korak When you're looking at playoff teams, I think I mentioned it on last night's show. I'll continue to mention it. In September is when you really start to separate yourself. You want to start getting that distance. You want to start wrapping up that division. You want to think about having playoff games at home. And right now, the Texas Rangers, they've won eight in a row during the dog days. Yeah, it's starting with the uh, All-Star break. And then in August, they're 8-0, right? And I think this time of year, you see that separation. We have the teams that are going for it, and you have other ball clubs like the A's that are certainly thinking about the future. Made a couple of trades to trade, um, you know, veteran players. You're calling up rookies, and so um, it's a sprint to the finish, and, and oftentimes the teams that are, are in control of things really start playing even better this time of year. And it's always fun to still see guys that you know when you look at their careers. I don't know what pitching's going to be like in the next 10 years. 15 years, 20 years, because guys are not pitching like they used to. They're just not pitching the innings. So when you don't have the innings, you're not going to have the numbers. You're not going to have the strikeouts. God knows they don't care about wins anymore. But, I mean, Max Scherzer truly is one of the best pitchers (laughs) we've ever seen. Yeah, and you love watching him pitch, unless it's against your club. And he, he, he works, he doesn't need a pitch clock, Chris. Right, just give me the ball, let me go. And he exudes that kind of aggressiveness He's such a competitor, too, and he's fiery. And, you know, when he gave up that home run to Bladé, and, and J.J. crushed it to center on a yes, pretty cold night, but it was like Scherzer, he had a 4 nothing lead. He was going to throw fastballs. He was going to make sure that he, he threw strikes. So he's a great guy to have out there if you're Bruce Bochy and you have an early lead. Yeah, there's something about acquiring the dude, the guy, at the deadline. And But the two top teams did it. Houston brings back Verlander. It's like Verlander was just like gone for summer vacation and then came back, right? He was not gone that long. But uh, both Texas and Houston got their guys. It's going to be interesting down the stretch. Yeah, Jack Flaherty went to Baltimore too, right, Chris? So yeah. that's three guys, and they all won their, their first games with their new clubs. And and I think don't, you know, don't sleep on Jordan Montgomery. The A's are going to see him tomorrow. He's a good lefty to have. And, you know, they have obviously without DeGrom for the year. And uh, Jake Odorizzi hasn't been a factor at all this year. He's out for the year. And with Evaldi on the I.L., I think they needed Montgomery, too. And he can be really tough as well. Well, you have a good ride home, and we will see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow night. Athletics with the loss, 6-1. to one, But we're going to take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll get into the A's in a second. But you do have to realize, 
and I'm not trying to do an ad for the other team, but when you start thinking about who this guy is, you know, we were kicking it around at dinner tonight after A's total access. When you start thinking about the last X amount of years, what would be like your Mount Rushmore of pitchers? You know, so the commander and I were having dinner down there in the media room, and he went back X amount of years, and I said, well, if we go back, I don't know, 25 years, it's going to be Maddox, it's going to be Randy Johnson, it's going to be Clemens. You know, I had, I had, you know, I was thinking of these guys, and my other guy was Pedro. That would be my Mount Rushmore. Okay, well, then how about if we do X amount of years and we kind of get those guys out of the way? Well, then it's going to be... It's going to be Kershaw, and it's going to be Verlander, and it's probably going to be CC, and this guy you saw tonight. I mean, it's you know, Max Scherzer is a historic figure in our game, and that's why I was like, get out and see this guy because we don't know how many more times we're going to see him. You know how many times you're going to see him live? I mean, you're going to see him again pitch on television, but see him pitch live? This guy's one of the best pitchers in modern baseball history. He's incredible. And you know what? I'm just realizing we don't see Texas again. The next time we see Texas, we'll be in Texas in September. Do we have him again at home one more time? No, this was it. But you're talking about a guy who's a World Series champion, what he did with the Nationals in 2019, an eight-time All-Star, three-time Cy Young Award winner. He's led the league in wins four times. That's a big deal. Led the National League in strikeouts three times. Pitched a couple no-hitters. Struck out 20 in a game before. Tying Roger Clemens and Kerry Wood. This guy's career, you know, we don't talk about 300 wins anymore. You get over 200 wins and you're dominant, you're going to get into the Hall of Fame. And I've been saying it all day long. It drives me nuts when people say, oh, he's a for he's for sure a Hall of Famer. You know how many times people have said guys are for sure Hall of Famers and they don't end up making the Hall of Fame? So I hate when people say that. But this guy, yeah. This guy, I like to put it a little differently. That, you know, when they say, oh, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a future Hall of Famer. This guy will have a plaque in Cooperstown. I've been covering this game a long time, and there's been quite a few guys, they've talked about being Hall of Famers, and they end up not making it, or they could be on the ballot for a long time. This guy will get voted in, and the guy you saw tonight will have a plaque in Cooperstown where he'll be remembered for the rest of time as one of the great baseball players of all time. Max Scherzer with the win and a pretty dominant outing, seven innings, one run, Six strikeouts. Now, the guy I saw today is also the guy that his stuff is what you've seen in New York. Fastball is still around 93. It doesn't have the jump. I mean, he's really got to be good because tonight's outing, just watching it where I see 93, obviously the slider, that's his bread and butter. He's got the hook, got to change. But he's really got to be on. I mean, he can't just get up there and blow you away like he used to. We really saw that in the playoffs where the Padres teed off on him at City Field where he was throwing about what he was tonight, about 93. 
So he's really got to have a good mix, and he's got to have that slider going. And that slider, just looking at the numbers, opponents were hitting 292 against his slider through the first 16 games. I couldn't believe that. 292 off Max Scherzer's slider. Now the last five games going into the night, the last four games was a buck 18. I'm sure it's down, but he, he looks better now. He's 39 years old. They talked about it on MLB now, and they've broken down some of the data. It's just it's not as good as it used to be, but he's still pretty damn good. But if he's going to be that guy, if he's going to be that guy when in the postseason, he's got to be sharp. He's not going to be getting it up there 96, 97, maybe even 98. That's not happening anymore. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Your phone call's next. And get into some of the things about the A's tonight. Some of the things, eh, eh we got to talk about the game. Next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power. And it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations. Like time in the sun at the beach. Or time in the sun riding roller coasters. Or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day. But hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. This is A's Clubhouse. Your phone calls at 833-625-2278. Unfortunately, this has happened the last two times because I did this also with Luis Medina, Fangraphs comes out with the article, and in the article they're like, wow, this guy's stuff, his data, he's been pitching like an ace in July. And then his last outing, not very good. But we were talking about going, I can't wait, can't wait to see the growth, this is going to be great. And then not, not so much. And then the same thing with J.P. Sears today. You know, we're talking about J.P. Sears, a 3-4-2 ERA. Last 15 starts, opponents hitting 214. He's been getting better. We had Scott Emerson on A's Cast Live today talking about his growth. And really today, J.P. Sears just seemed like the Rangers just abused him. And when you go back through these highlights and you see location, 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 you know, and you leave the old sweeper slider at like 83 miles an hour right over the middle of the plate, this Ranger lineup's going to hammer you. 
And he there were some really hard hit balls. And this lineup is impressive, no question. I mean, you look at their numbers, they've been doing it all year long. But, you know, selling J.P. Sears as, hey, here we go. And he goes four innings. 85, 86 pitches in four innings. Same thing with Medina the other day. Three and a third, he had like 90 pitches. It's like, guys, you can't. That type of efficiency, and that was one of the things I talked to Scott Emerson about today. Now, he claims that they have a certain data point that they're using because my whole thing is, can you compete in the strike zone? Now, I want you to think about that. There's a difference between having stuff that is not in the strike zone, swing and miss, but that can be, that's your put-out pitch, whether we're talking about a slider, a split, whatever you got. But you've got to throw strikes. You've got to get ahead of hitters, and you've got to live in the strike zone. You go out of the strike zone when you have to, when you can. But if you consistently stay out of the strike zone, well, you're just going to walk people. So you've got to be able to live and get outs in the strike zone. Well, the A's have a metric, a data point, whatever it is, that they know the difference between guys that are in the strike zone and get lit up, as we always say, lit up like a pinball machine or a Christmas tree, or they live in the strike zone and get people out. They've got the stuff that they can they can throw strikes and get people out. Because I think that is definitely a problem that we see in our game when you see young pitchers who may throw hard, but they don't have the confidence to live in the strike zone. So they nibble and nibble and nibble. And I don't blame some of these guys who are down in Vegas. Some of these guys, when you're down there pitching in Vegas and you're pitching up in, in the parks that are in altitude, if you're in Colorado Springs, I mean, this is talk about a pinball machine. It's like Coors Field. Yeah, I'd be scared to death to live in the strike zone too if I pitched there. It's tough. Guy just gets any kind of wood on it and it's out of the ballpark. So I can see where you're a little gun shy when you're pitching in AAA or in that thin air, crazy wind in Vegas. I get it. But here, the only way you're going to be successful is you've got to be getting counts in your favor. You've got to live in the strike zone. And when it's time to be able to put people away outside of the strike zone with swing and miss stuff, like let's say a Medina slider that he's been working on, but if you constantly throw that slider and it's out of the strike zone, they won't swing at it. It'll be worthless to you. You have to establish yourself in the strike zone. You have to be competitive. Then you can go outside the strike zone and get strikeouts. If you're constantly outside the strike zone and you're nibbling, you're dead. And tonight, inside the strike zone, J.P. Sears got hammered. Adrian Martinez... This was a, a, a tip-your-cap type night. I, I was shaking my head today when I looked at my email and I saw that Danny Jimenez had been sent down. 
I kind of shook my head. I'm like, okay, so you bring Danny Jimenez back. You're trying to win three in a row. You bring him in in a game that's tied. He doesn't look good. And then you immediately send him down after that game. So maybe he shouldn't even have been in the game in the first place. Right? If you're, you're trying to win three in a row, right? You're trying to establish something, right? That's what we hear. Trying to establish some winning ways. That's what you want to see from the team. Trying to get these young guys to learn how to win. Winning streaks feel good. You've won two in a row. You've beaten the Giants. Here comes the Rangers. You're dead tied going into the eighth inning. You bring him in. He gives it up, and then the next day he's off to Vegas. That tells me he shouldn't have been in the game. But Adrian Martinez comes up, and sometimes the the guy that you would you're never giving game balls in a game where you lose. But if you had to go, hey, I gotta I gotta give it to a guy. He went out there and sucked it up. Adrian Martinez today, four and two thirds, two runs. Somebody had to give you length. Somebody had to give you innings. Somebody had to get you outs. Because in games like this, when you have starters that don't go deep in games, and your bull, your the bullpen has the worst ERA in baseball for a reason. The more you have them out there, the worst it's going to be. And yesterday, you so many guys. There's been so many guys that have been used. Sunday, there were so many guys that were used. Martinez sucked it up tonight. What does it mean? Well, what it means is it means Scott Emerson and Mark Kotze will look at this, and that goes in his plus column. He's got a lot in the negative column. That's why he hasn't been here. That goes in the plus column. Question will be, do you build on that? The next time we give you the ball, what do you do? And then give you the ball again. Can you build on this? Because this is something that even though it's a losing effort, this goes in the plus column as, hey, he went out there four and two-thirds. Hell, that's like a start for a lot of young pitchers these days. And against this lineup that was looked like it was taking BP. I mean, Rangers, no offense, they looked like they were taking BP. He went out there, limited the damage, threw the ball pretty well. And we've seen it. He has a good changeup. When he's got a good fastball and it's moving around, he's got that changeup. Adrian Martinez can get some guys out. All right, the number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I don't know if you're noticing about our outfielders, but you should be noticing. We'll talk about it next right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? 
What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit. Approval. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Yeah, mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. And now the one-two pitch to Garber by Sears, and Garber hits a high fly ball to left angle down the line into foul territory. And Jordan Diaz and racing toward the tarp goes over the tarp, and he made a tremendous catch. Eric Chavez, like Josh Donaldson, name your A's third baseman. This is A's clubhouse. Kevin Kuzminoff, no. Scott Sizemore, no. Brandon Inch, no. Well, he said name A's third baseman. We could just do random A's third baseman for a night. I got to tell you, athletics.com slash vote, all this talk about next year's Hall of Fame has been a lot of fun. Remember, September 6th, your last day to vote. But People are all over the board. People, I want to get the 70s guys in. I'm a big fan of the 80s teams. Or you have the younger crowd. Like, I really don't even know who all those guys are. I know their names. But I love the big three. I love Miguel Tejada. So whoever you love, get out and vote. September 6th is the last day. Athletics.com slash vote to vote for next year's A's Hall of Fame class. I know we're going to get to the scoreboard in a little bit, and I want to get to A's outfielders. We're going to take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. But it's just gone final down in the Valley of the Sun. And I wish we could put a montage together of how everybody acted down at the winter meetings. I really wish we could. Because they'd all be eating crow right now. Like, you could like just show all their fan bases, all the people that work for them, all the people that cut for them. Final in the desert, Dodgers 5, Arizona 4. And the only reason I say it, and you know I can't, I really can't stand any of these teams, but I can't stand the Dodgers. Giants lost tonight. Seven to five to the Angels. The Angels finally win a game. But the significance here is everybody was talking a big game about chasing down the Dodgers this year. 
San Diego upset them last year in the playoffs. They've slayed the dragon. Dodgers can be had. They're not spending the money. They're trying to trying to ease the luxury tax. They're going to wait, go for it the next year. This is the year you can go get the big, bad L.A. Dodgers. Arizona, uh, San Diego was talking big time. You know what San Diego is? And no offense to our buddy Bob Melvin, they're that fighter that is phenomenal with the media. Phenomenal. The pre-fight guy, HBO follows him around. This guy's entertaining. This guy's got a great story. This guy, man, when he becomes champ, oh, he's going to make a ton of money. And all of a sudden, he gets in the ring, and he's got a glass jaw. That's who the Padres are. They're a joke. They lost again tonight. They lost 2-0 to the Mariners. Oh, they're going to turn it on. Oh, they're expected. Hey, remember that? They're expected record. How about these clowns at the deadline trying to sell everybody on, well, you know, their run differential and their expected record. Um, I don't know what their expected record is. I can just go off what their record is. It's 55 and 59. Giants now 62 and 52. Arizona 57 and 57. And, oh, by the way, the king of the NL West. I don't like him, but, man, we just had Dave Roberts on A's Cast Live. We loved having him on. We've had him on a couple times. He's a really, really good man. Love having him on. A lot of respect. People in their division were popping off big time in the offseason, and here the Dodgers are. They just they just went to San Diego and took three out of four. And now their first game in Arizona will beat you two in your yard five to four. They just own these teams. Unbelievable. We will get to the uh, scoreboard in just a little bit. For the A's outfielders, this is a great time for them. We had Cody Thomas on today. Uh, this is going to be for all of them. J.J. Blade goes deep. That's good to see. He now has nine home runs. But they all got a hit. Going to play him. Going to play him. Going to give him ample time. Soon Tony Kemp's about to have uh, his second child, so he'll go on leave. Unfortunately, another offer for Tony. Tony was real hot for a while. Kind of cooled off. I mean, Tony got hot, and now he's still hitting 212 with a 604 OPS. But for the young outfielders, they they got to hit. They got to figure this thing out. Because even, I mean, Blade would be the one guy, even though his average is horrendous at 203. At least he's still giving you a 686 OPS, which I am not trying to sell. I'm not trying to be a used car salesman. But I look at Ruiz. Ruiz is going to have to figure out a way to help. To, to, he's got to get on base. With an 0 for 3 tonight, and I know he's coming back from injury, but we started to see this because you, you, he's got to be he's got he's got a hit tool in him. We know he can swing it. He's a free swinger. I mean, the one strikeout tonight, he got 0-2. Was that his first at bat? I don't have my scorebook on me right now, but I think it was his first at bat. Let me see here. 
Yeah, it was his first at-bat in the third inning. He quickly gets down 0-2. Scherzer throws him nasty slider. He looks at it. You know he wanted to offer at it. Like, he was itching. And then what did Scherzer do? Because Scherzer knows. Rookie, free swinger. He went right back to the same pitch. And Ruiz couldn't help himself. And it wasn't even close. Question is going to be, can Blade hit? I like Blade defensively. I think he's got some power, but can he hit? And for Ruiz, if Ruiz isn't hitting and he's got this great, unbelievable skill to steal bases, how's he going to get on base? Because he's a free swinger. And I know they love to talk about teaching patience and all that kind of. We love to talk about teaching stuff. All right, let's start seeing it. But he's not a patient hitter. He's a free swinger. That's where, when you talk about the greatest of all time, Ricky Henderson, it was a gift. Ricky was gifted with so many skills. Not just speed, not just the unbelievable body that could take the wear and tear, but he had great eyesight, and he'd crouch, and he didn't have a strike zone, and he was patient, and when he wanted to, if you gave him a cookie, he could leave the yard on you. He could drive the ball, extra bases, hit it out of the ballpark, but once again, had patience, had great eyesight, constantly took walks because he knew a walk could be a double or a triple. Everybody in the ballpark knew when he got on first. Uh Uh-oh. Ruiz, early. Play Blade. Play Ruiz. I want to see it every day, but these young outfielders have to figure out, man, Blade's got a hit. And then Ruiz has to figure out when he doesn't hit, how does he get on base? Because his on-base percentage has got to get better if you view him as a leadoff hitter. Just some observations. The number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Because how you finish up, right? As you're looking at what's tomorrow's August 9th? Yeah. So you got basically three and a half weeks left in August. Then you got the rest of September. So you got a chance to do, hopefully, finish and get stronger. It's the dog days. Everybody we've been talking to, this is what, this is what happens. August is, is, you're tired. You've been playing a lot of baseball. You had a brief little vacay for the All-Star break, but you came out of the All-Star break no days off, man. It was three Minnesota, uh, what was it, three or four against, was it three Boston, four Houston, something like that. Then you had the funky day off, two Giants, then day off. Then, But whatever, you're about to now, you want dog days? You're about to get dog days. You're going to our nation's capital, and then you're going to St. Louis. Now, both those teams stink, but it doesn't matter. It's hot. It's humid. It's sticky. It's nasty. It's rain delays. It's National League Midwest Baseball. Well, I guess D.C. would be East Coast, but it's, ugh. 
the legend Mickey Morabito and I were talking about it. He hates the National League because this is what you get involved in, National League St. Louis. It's terrible. You're about to go on a hot, sticky, nasty road trip. Then your next road trip, you're going to have four in Chicago. Not on the north side, on the south side. always have to get that correct for, for the great Ken Korak, who used to do White Sox games. Yeah, it's four games. Chicago in August, gross. Now, luckily, later on in September, Texas is great now because you go to Texas, you're indoors. You go to Houston, you're indoors. <laughs> Most teams should have a uh, a roof over their head. But, yeah, you're in the dog days, man. So how are you going to finish up? How are these guys going to finish up? Are they going to hit a wall and all of a sudden you're like, oh, the stats at the end of the year are like, ugh. Or can you get hot? Can you figure it out? I'm not expecting unbelievable stats, but just I'd like to see better than 203 for Blade. Right? He has shown talent. I mean, but you got to hit more than 200. That's just that's just bottom line. And for Ruiz, you got a better than a 306 on base percentage. It's got to be better. I tell you what, one one thing that hopefully is going to get better, maybe he can really get hot, but it's been so bad. But Nick Allen, another hit today, one for three. Keep producing with the bat. But how are the younger guys going to finish up? All right, the number is 833-625-2278. Your phone call's next. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff. They just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity gig internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new polos, lightweight, all the colors you want. Fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All thanks to Link Soul. You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to LinkSoul.com and they got great summer deals. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. <sighs> Proud partner of the American Lung Association. 
32 pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run homer for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline, and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And the Athletics lose tonight to the Texas Rangers 6-1. to you got to give Rangers credit, too. Because the Rangers, I mean, wow, Corey Seager, home run number 19. So they've won eight straight. They've homered 18 times during that streak with an OPS as a team well over 900. I mean, it's impressive what these guys have been doing. Time to separate. That's what the good teams do. Greg and Slow, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? You know, living the dream. <laughs> it is the dream. You got a heck of a job, and you're good at it, brother. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you taking our calls. Yeah, you know, uh, a guy like Max Scherzer, we we always use the analogy about great white sharks. You know, he's a uh, he's a great white shark, and that A's lineup was shark bait tonight, man. He he was. Uh, he was on his game. And like you said, you know, his fastball is not what it used to be, but he's got good movement on his fastball. You know, he, was, he flipped up a curveball a few times a night. The change looked good. Obviously, the slider's been better in the last five games, as you as you kind of touched on. So, you know, you, you hate to see him carve up the A's, but it's a pleasure to watch a guy like that deal, man. He's yep. he, he's he's a shoe-in Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. How about this, Greg? Watching a little uh, – I taped a bunch of stuff from Shark Week. He's just not a great white shark. He's a female great white shark. And if you know anything about the great white sharks, the females are the ones that get to be. I was watching this one on that the nickname of this female great shark is Deep Blue. She's like 19 feet long. You ever get a chance to YouTube, watch Ocean Ramsey swim with Deep Blue. Ocean Ramsey's this female, um, uh, she's a marine biologist, and she's real big on swimming with sharks. Yeah, and Deep she Blue. she swims along... Oh, Deep Blue may be the most famous great white shark, real great white shark, not Jaws. But this female shark, and it's been like down in Mexico, then it's in Hawaii. It's like 19 feet long. It's it's so massive. It's in this is it's a famous great white shark, folks. Google Deep Blue, and you'll be amazed. Yeah, when you watch when you watch Ocean Ramsey swim alongside the shark, it doesn't look real. I mean, she's you know, she's a, she's a human being, obviously, but this shark, the girth of this shark is, I mean, it is so, <laughs> yes. it's, it's massive, man. It's a massive shark. And it's, I'm Googling it right yeah, now. It's got its own stuff. Like, you could just, you, you see it, you can't, it looks fake how big this female shark is, and that is basically, like, when we were talking about the best pitchers of X amount of years, you're looking at, like, Kershaw, Verlander, Scherzer, yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are, you know, they're truly. It's not this. Excuse me, Deep Blue's twenty-one feet long. I, I shorted her a little bit. She's not nineteen. She's twenty-one feet long. P- 
Picture that swimming around with a 21 foot and this and the the size. Of, it's not like a skinny great white. It's like massive. But yeah, that's Scherzer, Verlander, these guys. I mean, now Grinky, I mean we we still have a few of the greats going, but once these guys are gone, oh boy. It's going to be great. We I I've been asking people, I'm like what are you going to put on – How first of all, how are you going to get pitchers into the Hall of Fame? And what are you going to put on their plaques when you're – you're not going to even have guys going 200 innings. They're not going to have any, like what, – what are you going to say? How great their ex-fip was for four innings a start? I mean, I don't know what you're going to say about these guys 15, 20 years from now. Once this, once this crop of great pitchers exits the game and we got a bunch of five-and-dive guys – I don't even know how you're going to get a pitcher into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, the criteria, it's going to be interesting. That's a great point. And I know you touched on earlier, too, and I totally agree with Nobody cares about pitchers' wins and losses anymore. So, I mean, when's the last time, you know, guys don't win 20 games anymore? You know, 20, 20 wins in a season was always a benchmark. And to your point, what, what, you know, with, the, with, with this crop leaving, you, know, you talk about the Kershaws and, you know, the, 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 the Grang. I, I think – the, the greatest right, I think they kind of break it up into righties and lefties. Probably the greatest right-handed pitchers we've ever seen, you know, two of them are still going. As far as our era goes, I'm, I'll be 49 in January. So, you know, Verlander Scherzer, obviously, I agree with you. Pedro, I, Pedro was just nasty when you talk about right-handed. You know, Roger Clemens was nasty. So I think those four, you know, off the top of my head are, you know, and, and, and Granky's probably up there, but I, I would still put Granky below Verlander, Scherzer, Pedro, and Roger. But well, this those, guy named this, this, this little nerdy guy in Atlanta uh, named Greg Maddox was okay. Yeah, he yeah, you, can't, you can't forget about Maddox. Yeah, he was okay. Um, <laughs> well, John Smoltz. I mean, Smoltz John, was John Smoltz, he, he and he's special because he Tom Glavin won three hundred so. games for God's sakes. I mean, so it's like, um, well, the, and and I the thing that I ask people all the time is I say, okay, wins don't matter. Okay, then what are you going to judge them on? Because now, like we're seeing this fascination with Spencer Strider and his strikeouts. It's like, well, wait a minute. You do need to understand when if you don't throw a lot of innings, you're not going to be able to get a lot of strikeouts. Now you might get a lot of strikeouts per inning. But if you don't throw a lot of innings, you're never going to rank anywhere with the all-time strikeout guys because the all-time strikeout guys all have a boatload of innings. And you talk about records that will never get broken. I mean, the, 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 I think the strikeout record is untouchable just because of that fact. You, 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 can't, you can't log Ks if you're going five and diving. I mean, you're, that's just you – know, even if you're going six, you know, seven, you're, you're, you're just – you know, there's – it's impossible. You can't, you can't catch the all-time strikeout guys. So – I agree. It's it's going to be a tough job for the Hall to vote, you know, to, to, to figure out what's the criteria to get in after this last crop is gone. I mean, um, but it, but it's always a pleasure to, to, to see it. You know, you hate to see, like I said, I hate to see him do it against the A's, but I love watching a guy like Verlander. I love watching a guy like Scherzer. You know, Kershaw, I hate the Dodgers, but you marvel at And their age. I mean, it's, you know, these guys aren't young anymore, and they're still performing. I mean, Verlander was awesome last year. He was flat out, I mean, dominant last year so watching these guys in the playoffs this year and, and kind of down the you know with the, obviously the two guys with their new teams seeing the kind of the impact they're going to make you know Corey Seager's interesting to me Townie because he's been hurt all year but you look up there Corey Seager's got 62 RBIs in his last 61 games he's got 19 home runs um you know obviously they gave him the big deal but kind of like did he live up to the contract he's hurt all the time 
it, it's, it's a really weird deal because you look up at his numbers, he's probably going to finish with 30 bombs. You know, he's going to finish with probably a boatload of RBIs, and, and he's, you know, he's got a good average. So the, the Rangers, you know, I, I picked the Astros to win the division. I'm still going to stick with that. But them putting Scherzer in the mix, um, it really makes them a player for sure. Well, it makes me nervous about my pick. I just wonder if Seager didn't get hurt. Now, I mean, it's a big if. If he didn't get hurt, what what would his numbers be? Because right now he's hitting three fifty three, and his OPS is over a thousand. If he didn't get hurt and played pretty much the whole season, let's just let's let's give him one trip to the IL. So let's play. Let's say he plays hundred and fifty or high forties, and the Rangers win the division and the Angels tank. How would people view that with Otani? Because if I mean this guy's year, like you said, I mean he's he's when when he's been out there, he's been phenomenal. Yeah, they put up another stat. I watched the Rangers telecast tonight, and they uh, the hardest hit balls in the major leagues. Number one is Acuna. Number two is Matt Olson, and Seager's like fourth or fifth. They're both they're all right around ninety five miles per hour exit velocity. So they just guys that just the ball just jumps off their bat. And Seager, Seager's right up there with the best guys in Major League Baseball. So, you know, if you're the Rangers, you're kind of scratching your head a little bit going, man, if we did have this guy, maybe we'd have a real comfortable lead in the West. I mean, but, you know, again, that's injuries are part of the game. And I think that they, they'd rather have him healthy now than, than, you know, hopefully the IL for their sake is a thing of the past and he can stay healthy. But, you know, it's, it's, I, I think I think it's going to be a fun race coming down the stretch. Obviously, it's hard because the A's aren't in it, but – you know the, the battle between the Texas teams is going to be going to be something to watch. So, you know, you talk about guys that are kind of disappointing, Tony, with the A's, and I, and I agree with you. It's you know, Blade, the talent, and you know, the fourth pick in the draft, and you know, I, I feel it was a good deal by the A's to give up Puck for him. I, I think it was a win-win. But you know, to your point, you you, you got to be better than two hundred. And you know, I kind of put Sears in that because you know we're really counting on Sears, and, and Sears has shown flashes of greatness. But I mean. He had nine hits in four innings tonight, Townie. I mean, that's you know, two, two hits an inning. I don't care if you're playing the Rangers, who are a great hitting team. I don't care if you're playing the Royals. If, if you're giving up nine hits in four innings, I mean, it's just you, you got to be better than that, you know. And I know it's tough right now. It's tough playing for a team like the A's, pitching for a team like the A's. We're in August now. You know, the Rangers are tearing the cover off the ball. But, I mean, Sears has got to be better. If, he, if he's going to be the guy we think he can be, you know, these are the these are the games. These are the teams where he's really got to show his best stuff and step up because, you know, as we pointed out, this is a great hitting team. So you want to see him put his best foot forward against these kind of clubs, and he just he just failed tonight. Well, there's two ways to sell it, right? One way is, well, we're all learning, blah 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 blah, and you could be totally correct. Or there's the, you know, what if it's like this again next year? I mean, there's. We always try – I mean, you want to be positive, obviously, and say there's been a lot of room for growth. We've seen it, you know, but there's no guarantee that next year it's going to be that much better with a certain pitcher. You want to think it, but it's hard to find pitching, as we see. I mean, look how desperate people are to find pitching in Major League Baseball. They're desperate for starters. They're desperate for relievers. There's just not enough human beings who are good enough – to pitch at the big league level. 
And that's why I keep always saying 4,374. That's the amount of outs you got to get. Who do you got? How many guys do you got? And look how many teams just don't have. I mean, they don't have enough guys to start or be relievers. There's just not enough pitching in baseball. It's hard to believe, but maybe it's always been this way, but it's now really stares you straight in the eye with the fact that starters go less in games. It just really it, it really opens you up to just go, man, there's just not enough people to get all these outs. Well, kind of one of the, 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 the crying shames and all, but you bring up a guy like Greg Maddox, the days of those guys are over. And, you know, the, the, the guys that throw 90 to 93 and, and, you know, really rely on good control. I, I just don't see the, the dominant number one, quote-unquote, starters being that you got to be 99 and up. You know, that's, that's why I look at a guy like Medina and think, like, now that's a guy, you know, that, that's got this era's kind of stuff. You know, not that, not that Sears can't be a rotation guy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that with not the over, overpowering fastball, what worries me about Sears is, like you said, is it, is it going to be – are we going to keep seeing the improvement? How is it going to be next year? You know, Mason Miller, the hard fastball. I just think the real dominant guys now, if you don't have the hard fastball, it's really, really hard to be effective because that era of the Greg Maddox kind of guys is just, it's, it's you know, it's a thing of the past. But the problem is you're asking the human body to go to the extreme. And when you yeah. ask the human body to constantly go to the extreme, it can't hold up. And all of a sudden, here's McClanahan. Now he's going down. Look how many guys have gone down for the Rays alone. Mason Miller, they knew he was going to get hurt. Going to throw him out there again. What do you think's going to happen? At times he's going to dazzle, but then he's going to be hurt. It's like you can't – we're asking and we're, we're, we're addicted to velocity, right? That's what we want. It's what we want to draft. It's what we want to perfect. It's what we want to promote. So a guy like a, a Maddox-style pitcher, now Maddox, I mean, Maddox, when he was with the Cubs, threw a little bit harder, but someone who just is just incredible at moving the baseball around the strike zone, staying off the barrel, I mean, that's that that's not the guy scouts are looking for. Scouts are just looking for, hey, those 99. Well, the problem is these guys don't stay healthy. So that throws it even another wrench into the system. So already I have guys that can't go deep. I got guys now that can't stay healthy. How do I get 4,374 outs a season? And that's not counting extra innings if everybody can't go long and everybody's always hurt. How am I going to get all these outs? Then I got to be like the Texas Rangers, and I got to go trade for a bunch of pitchers at the deadline. Yeah, it's amazing. They're doing this without DeGrom. You talk about the hard throwers. The guys Evaldi. Got the stuff. DeGrom, Don't forget, Evaldi yeah. was having an unbelievable year. He's on the shelf. He was. Guys can't he stay I mean, healthy. That Rangers rotation would look so good on paper. I mean, and and on, and on the field with with a Degrom, a Scherzer, you know, a Valdi. I mean, the kid going tomorrow's got, got a good arm. I mean, you're right, I, I, and I agree. And that's that, that you talk about the hall and the criteria and 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 just pitching and the criteria and what you know what guys are going to look for scouts going forward. It, it's it's a really weird time for pitching in Major League Baseball going forward. How's it going to be? I mean, you just got to have a hundred arms. It's probably going to send me, like, I'll be in the hospital. I'll hopefully be in my 80s, and it'll be late July, and I'll be watching the ceremony from Cooperstown, New York, and the presenter will say, 
his five innings were the best five innings in baseball, and then my heart will explode and I'll just die then. That'll be it. That will be it. They'll be like, he was the best four-inning pitcher in the game, and that's that's when I'm gone. That's when I'll be gone. Thank you, Greg. Let's go to Pete leaving the game. Pete, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey there. I wanted to get your opinion on, uh, uh, I don't know, how how the A's management and how their player development staff, how do you bring these young kids along and when do they decide to cut bait? And I, I think back to three guys that I, I knew when I was uh, uh, several years ago, Ben Grieve, Derek Barton, and Travis Buck, and they were deemed to be the the second coming of Canseco, McGuire, and probably Hindu, or some of those great uh, greats from back then. And they they ripped the ball off the cover uh, in AAA, but they couldn't transition. And they were called 4A players. So it seems to me as though when the young guys come up, you're looking at confidence, talent, discipline, and uh and they get sent down, it seems we seem to, to send a lot of these guys down, and, and that's including the pitchers. So the question I have for you is uh, what, what do they expect? What, what are the A's management, and, and what do they expect when they send these guys down to uh, AAA to try to hone their skills or whatever? And when do they decide that it's time to cut bait? And I, I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. Well, cutting bait uh, right now. Like, wh- which guy do you want to start with? Uh, well, uh, we can try either Soderstrom or uh, Lade because I've been noticing one thing. I forgive me, I forgot to mention this. The one thing that they all have in common, and I guess we should. You mentioned about Christian Pache. We'll put him in there because they're swinging early, and when they come back to the dugout because I sit right behind the A's dugout probably about five rows back and uh, they really look super depressed I mean like oh my god you know my career's <laughs> over I'm, I'm not getting it and and, uh, and so I wonder about people like and I love Katze but I'm just wondering how, how do you get these guys up so that their talent overrides their lack of confidence uh, okay first of all Soderstrom and Blade are two different paths like Blade is a college guy who's older who is going to get the rest of this time. He's going to get spring, but there's going to be a limit with him. His runway, if we're looking at like we're flying planes here and we want to land, his runway isn't as long as Soderstrom. Soderstrom's 21 years old. They're bringing him up. They're letting him get the experience. Uh, I have a lot of faith in Soderstrom. He's got a long way to go. Not worried about it. I agree. His numbers, I could care less. I just want him to get the experience, see what it's like in the big leagues, and then spring training will be a big deal, and hopefully he competes to win a job with the big club. But Bladé's got a hit. Because at some point, you lose this. You were the fourth pick in the draft. You were the super prospect. You were great in the SEC. No one's going to care anymore. So, Bladé's yeah. got some runway, but that runway's going to run out sooner or later. So, what he does and with these at-bats and his spring training are going to start to mean a lot. And Ruiz. Ruiz with all these stolen bases are great. 
But Ruiz will also be a guy where you're like, well, he's not great defensively. He's got to learn defensively. He's got to learn to get on base. There's a lot of he's got to, he's got to, he's got to. So at some point, yeah. those guys, you you just they, they they all have time. Now Soderstrom has the most time, right? Because he's just 21. But you know Ruiz is going to be 25 at some point. That's not that's right. not. Let's see, he's going to be because right now he's 24. And what is Blade? Yeah, Blade's 25. We're not talking about babies here. Soderstrom's a baby mm-hmm. at 21. Ruiz and Blade aren't babies. We're talking about 24, 25. Next year they turn 25 and 26. It starts to be, gentlemen, it's go time. And that's when where you start talking about T Buck, Travis, uh, 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 Derek Barton, and, and Grieve. You start, like, at some point you look at these guys and you go, this is the best they're going to be. Now, Derek Barton got the longest leash of any bad player I've ever seen. He but did. I think Bladey yeah. will be 25, and then Ruiz will be 20, 20. Uh, no, excuse me. Bladey will be 26. Ruiz will end up being 25. We'll see that next year. Man, you got to start putting up some numbers and prove you can do it. For me, I got to see J.J. Bladey hit more consistently, and I just got to see Ruiz find a way to get on base more. Yeah, let's let's see what happens next year, because I can see the A's having patience with all those guys, but uh, there's only so much that AAA can teach these guys, and you're either going to be a Derek Barton and you're a 4A guy, and you just can't make that transition. But uh, it's a tough, tough call. I I like your your analysis because, you know, you don't want to give up on these guys. You, you you pick them high or you trade it, whichever it might be, but at some point, if they're not going to be producing then you know baseball's a cruel game you know that yeah it, it's a it's a it's a cruel mistress so uh, are, are you I was season t- curious t- what you thought pete are you a season ticket holder i am i've been there for over 20 years and uh, i love it i love and, it well let me ask you knowing that you got these young guys and then you got these guys down in triple a now with butler and hernays and harris and then you're going to have hopefully Clark at some point, some other young guys. That spring training should be very competitive for who makes the club with these young guys. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I am excited about that. But, you know, the one thing that I caution is that because I used to go to spring training and uh, I've been fighting cancer now for about uh, eight years, so I haven't been able to, to do that. Uh, but – it's one thing to fight for a position, but what you don't want to see, and I've seen this a couple of times, and I can't be specific, but I, I, I see these guys in spring training. I used to. And then you'd say, man, they're, they're hungry. But then they get on the team, it's like, I finally made it. You know, and, uh, and that, that drive seems sometimes it's kind of like when I used to wrestle. It's like, okay, I'm a, I've got enough points. I just got to survive the third round. So... Um, it seems to me as though there are a number of great great kids in AAA that are going to be coming up, but it's, it's when to bring them up. And you've talked about it before. Uh, it's not. It's not. A, this is not a game for the faint-hearted, and I'm sure that's true in management, especially because if you don't produce, you're gone. So. Yeah, it is a it's a it's a cruel business, no doubt. Pete, thanks for the phone call. You call again. Yeah, it's it is a. It's a tough business, but the rewards are incredible. 
The journey, though, is incredible when it works. We talked about it with Scott Emerson earlier today. Why are these guys like a Max Scherzer at 39 years old? 39. We're sitting here making every excuse, every excuse why a guy who's 23, 24, 25 can only go five innings. Oh, my God. He's young. I mean, never. Well, the NBA now does it with load management, but that's usually for stars. Like, you've got to be a star to get load management. Load, ma- load management means we're going to monitor how many games you play, how many minutes you play. Baseball is finding every excuse why to pitch people less. Let's pay people to work less. Let's pay people for less of a workload, less pitches, less innings. And then you got a 39-year-old out there. Hell, they're still pitching Rich Hill. How old is Rich Hill now? Is he like 43? He's on he's now on the Padres. They did you know we 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 didn't do that that we we're so, yeah, he's 43 years old. He's 43. Now, depending on how well he does will be how many innings he gets, but if he's actually got that curveball spinning, they're going to let him go. I mean, a sport where we figure out every single way how to not play people. Go out of our way how to not play people. And they'll tell you, well, the the other guy coming in will do better. Who's the other guy? No, no, it's 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 just the averages. Right? They tell you that I don't want my starter out there a third time because the the reliever will come in and do better. Because that's what the numbers say. And you go, wait, what reliever? No, it's just, just the, the unknown reliever. A lot of unknown. We talk a lot about the unknown in our game. The unknown is so valuable in our game. The unknown prospect, the unknown reliever, right? The expected this. The expected is really the unknown, right? What's the expected wins-loss record? The expected the hell does that mean well it's what we think you would be based on no no I, I i can pretty much look at the standings and i know what the record is the expected record means nothing it's the data is not going to lie thank you scott do it again scott emerson the data is not going to lie data didn't lie bill parcells one of the greatest football coaches and leaders of men of all time said you are what your record says you are not in baseball. <laughs> in baseball, we're going to tell you, well, no, yeah, hey, listen, I know your record's this, but when I look at this data, because everybody can use data. It's like it's like any business, right? I, I literally, in the restaurant business, can take a profit and loss. I wish everybody in front offices were listening to this, okay? Because most people who work in a front office, they don't own their own businesses, Now, they got all these numbers, and they're so smart, and they do all, but they don't own their own business. They're actually employees, and they get a paycheck, 
right? Most front office people work for teams. They don't go out and start their own small businesses. So they don't know what it's like to have their own employees. They don't know what it's like to have to have all the responsibility on them. But for some reason, they have all the answers, right? The people who have never been in business for themselves have all the answers with their numbers, right? So like a profit and loss, I can, I, I can take a P&L in the restaurant business and make the restaurant look far better than it really is. And that's what we have all the time, right? We have people put numbers together that try and make things look better. Hey, this guy's hitting 235, but his expecting but his expected batting average. Huh? Because he's hit some balls hard, but they were out, so the expected batting average, he really should be that many points higher. Oh, the expected, the expected this, the expected that. Or you can just actually go by what, what he is hitting. But they can twitch, twist it. and it, you know. We got into it today. We had some fun with Eno Saris today, who is a data king, right? He's our national baseball columnist from The Athletic, who we're lucky to have each week on A's Cast Live. And we got into the he, – he threw – you know, because I've been asking about the Giants, and – you know, the Giants, the way they go about their business, I mean, they play every out, every game like it's a chess match. And then you go, well, there hasn't been a whole lot of success. They won 107 games, and they got bounced. And he went with the greatest Billy Bean line, the playoffs, it's a crapshoot. And I laughed, and we laughed about it, because I said, wait a minute. The Giants are now going to be you know, Farhan raised by Billy Bean. Remember, Farhan was raised by Billy. And now Farhan's pulling, playing the uh, it's a crapshoot. Well, back in the day under Brian Sabian and Bruce Bochy, they, they said they were built for the postseason. That's why they won three World Series. Remember that? We had to live through that. It was very annoying. But remember that. The Giants yesteryear thought, we just got to get in because we're built to win. They didn't say it was a crapshoot. Did the Giants ever say under Brian Sabian and Bruce Bochy that it was a crapshoot? The playoffs? No, they said they're built to win in the postseason. But now it's, ah, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> Only in our sport, baby. Only in our sport. Well, the number one thing is you got games, you got time to let these young players figure it out. And that's why they should be playing. Cody Thomas should have been in there today. I want the young players. And I think everybody would agree. Let's see the young players. Sink or swim. Put, throw them into the pool. Learn how to swim. Remember when you were teaching your kids how to ride a bike and you were behind them and you were pushing them and you'd let them go? And they'd wobble. Ah, and then they'd kind of figure it out and all of a sudden they're riding their bike. That's what you got to do with these kids. But putting them on the bench not getting them those at-bats every single night, how do they get better? J.P. Sears goes out there. Medina goes out there. When Mason Miller comes back, whoever it is, Tarnock tomorrow, let them go out there. And if they, if their bike falls, that's okay. 
you get them back up and get them riding the bike again. And if they fall, you get them back up and they ride it. At some point, they're going to learn to ride the bike. And if they don't, that's okay too. Then this just this is just not a career for them. Not everybody's made mentally. All these guys are made physically, but not everybody's made mentally to play this game at the highest level and make it a living. And that's okay. Doesn't make them bad guys. They're just going to have to go get jobs like the rest of us. But we won't know until you give them that opportunity to ride that bike over and over and over again. If you sit them, play them, sit them, sit them, play them, play them, sit them, these young guys need to play. And I know Cody Thomas isn't young, but in baseball terms he is. I think all these guys should get their at-bats. Let them play. That's what I would do. But then again, I'm just the boob at night taking your phone calls. The number is 833-625-2278. A's with the loss to the Texas Rangers 6-1. to We continue with the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips. Like to family dinner the next town over. Or to a family wedding the next, next town over. Or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try the world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? 
What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay, Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get 1.2 gig internet for $25 a month for two years when you get Xfinity Mobile with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Now TV and Xfinity Mobile require Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses in the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Tavares toward the wall, takes a look, and goodbye. J.J. Blade goes to dead center, number nine. And the A's are on the board. They trail four to one. This is A's Clubhouse. Gotta get a win tomorrow. Can't get swept at home. The lefty, Jordan Montgomery, going to be going for... The Rangers, we will get into that. The number is 833-625-2278. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Before we do that, Ray, one of the most famous people at the Coliseum, longtime friend, he is basically the security guard for the other team. He is such good friends with some of these people. Like, I couldn't believe he was friends with Mike Sosha. It still makes me want to vomit in my mouth. Ray, how are you? What's up, Tony? I'm doing well. What's going on? Are you leaving the game? Yeah, I'm about halfway home. So um, I just wanted to confirm everything you're saying. I agree with you 100% that these guys need to play every day. There's two things I've learned, Tony. As a good ball player, you can't learn AAA, and you can't learn sit on the bench. 
So you got to play. I want to see Nick Allen. I want to see uh, Noda when he comes back play every day. Yeah. I want to see Blade play every day. You can't learn sitting on the bench. Um, and you have to make sure that you get guys to do what they do. Ruiz is not Blade. He's not Frank Thomas. Put the ball on the ground. Get on base. That's what I'm paying you for. Not to hit the ball in the in the air. So you know, I, I don't want to, I want to keep it short and sweet for you, but everything you said, I hit, I agree with you 100. percent You can't let these guys 2013, whatever, with the Astros losing 105. They played their guys every single day. Now look at them. But hey, hey, by the, the way, Ray. Ray, as somebody that's yeah. down in that dugout, I, I get you're dead on. We looked at the 2013 Astros, who went 51 and 111. 30 year old players, they had five that year, and only two of those 30 plus played 50 games or more. Ronnie Cedeno played 51, and Carlos Pena played 85. That was it. And they only had one pitcher make 10 or more starts who was over 30. So basically there was basically zero guys 30 or more on the 2013 Astros. They barely had any guys on the 2012 Astros that went 55 and 107. They didn't play guys in their 30s. The Astros didn't. When they were going through a rebuild, they didn't do it. That's that's the model. Do it. Okay, don't the pool halfway. Either you go all in or you get out, one or the other. You can't be in between. Hey, your phone's kind of breaking up. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that that's something that we looked at today, and I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that we're bringing it up, I was going to save it for A's Cast Live on Friday. We kind of did a little deep dive on looking at it and just looking at ages, right? Because as much as we hate the Astros, like, how did they do it? Well, they didn't play older guys. They didn't do it. And if you're going to have a record that we're going to have at 32 and 82, and you're trending to be even worse than those records, you know, you just wonder. Let's see the younger guys play. Time to look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanic Spake. I mean, I can only keep saying it. I mean, you've heard me say it. I've said it, you know. I mean, every single time I look at the lineup, I just – sometimes I just go, wow, really? You know, and it's – you backed yourself into a corner with some really tough moves, right? Ramon Laureano had the game-winning hit tonight for Cleveland. But you backed yourself into these into these moves that are just really tough. Where you know you're, it's like, you know what you need to do, but are you going to do it? Curly W's. They did not get a win tonight. Philadelphia beat Washington eight to four. But wait a minute, it was a double dip. Why? Because of bad weather. The Curly W's. I just like saying it. Washington did beat Philly, uh, in I don't know which game was game one or game two. But they win one of them five to four. So Philly wins eight to four, and in another game, Washington wins five to four over Philly. 
It was Tampa on top of St. Louis, 4-2. to two. That is key. Why? Because Houston beat Baltimore 7-6. to six. We're scoreboard watching in baseball, baby. That's the bottom line. Detroit shut out Minnesota, 6-zip. Miami, they've been awful in the second half, but they got the victory over the chaotic kids, 3-2 to two over Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you don't know. Cincinnati could lose six in a row and then come back and win six in a row and do it all in historic fashion. They are, they're fun. They're fun. It was Atlanta beating Pittsburgh 8-6. to six. Boston, I don't know if you've been following Boston, but uh, Boston's struggling. Like all of a sudden, Boston was feeling itself, and now Boston got swept over the weekend against Toronto, and now they've dropped all it. Remember, they, they passed the Yankees. They were not in last place. They lost again tonight to Kansas City, 9-3 to at home. And Boston was was trending really good. They're expect remember, remember the expected? They're expected. Well, they're expected. I don't know what it was, the expected record, but now they're fifty-eight and fifty-five. A few more losses and they're looking at five hundred, but they're in dead last place in the AL East. The team that I've adopted, I'm rooting like hell for them. The Chicago Cubs took down the New York Mets three to two. Right on. Keep going, Cubbies. Go, Cubs, go. Fangraphs had them at the deadline being like 20-something percent chance to make the playoffs. They're almost a 50% chance. C.J. Nikowski of the Rangers, we had him on the show. He thinks they're the team. If you want to buy some stock in, in a team and take a shot, he's saying, why not the Cubs? That's what happens when you find a team. That finds it. What that is, what that it is, we don't know. Cleveland, Ramon Laureano and Watt knocks in the game-winning run, and Cleveland takes care of Toronto one zip. Yankees beat the White Sox seven to one, and uh, they were putting up pictures of Aaron Boone imitating Laz Diaz for strikeouts tonight in the stands. I'm telling you, as much as baseball people freak out, like I can't believe he's acting like that. You don't think New Yorkers love what Aaron Boone does? Goodness gracious! Susan! Susan! Roger Clemens! I mean, bottom line, that's what New Yorkers want. He's speaking for them. I have no, When Mark Kotze loses it, I have no problem with that. Go get him, Kotze. Final and 10. Colorado 7, Milwaukee 3. Uh, the Halos took down the Giants tonight. <laughs> don't hate to see that. Halos are done, folks. They're 57 and 58, so I don't like them either. But when they beat the Giants, that uh, makes me feel good. St. Louis, uh, excuse me, Seattle shut out San Diego 2-zip. And that leads us to our final score, Dodgers 5, Arizona 4. So all these teams are going to chase down the Dodgers. Um Dodgers have a five-game lead over San Francisco, 10-game lead over Arizona, and a 12-game lead over San Diego. Bob Melvin and his crew, they've lost three in a row. Arizona, they've lost seven in a row. Unbelievable. What's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 
A's total access, 11.55 tomorrow. First pitch, we're getting you ready for A's baseball. We'll be at, what was that, 12.35? Is that right, Ray? 12.37, excuse me. Not 12.35, 12.37. I don't know who's going first. Freddie Tarnock is going to be, I believe, the bulk guy, bridge guy, whatever you want to call him, after the opener. He's got a big arm. Yeah, I want to see him pitch. Let's see him pitch. Another young guy. Let's see him pitch. and Let him go out there. If he struggles a little bit, that's okay. That's okay. Let him go. So 11.55 A's total access brought to you by Chevron. First pitch at 12.37. Unfortunately, the A's with a loss tonight to the Texas Rangers, 6-1. to Got to break up their eight-game winning streak tomorrow. Hopefully it happens. Thank you for listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We'll see everybody tomorrow. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 